my friend, and welcome back to the Life Coaching Spot. I'm your host, Kathy Walker, and this one is called Stop Kicking the Wheel. So many of the clients that I work with come into coaching because they're struggling in their relationship or their marriage. And let's face it, choosing to be in an intimate relationship with somebody is signing up for the hot seat. You know, it's it's choosing to have a mirror that reflects where you still have to grow, which can be really intense. But luckily, it doesn't start out that way, or you probably wouldn't ever sign up. <laughs> Instead, it begins with the honeymoon phase, where your heart opens wide and all the good feeling hormones are released. You know, you're experiencing what love is. Yeah, what expansion feels like. You can open so much that you feel like anything is possible, you know, and your new mate can do nothing wrong because you're seeing them with love's eyes. And love's eyes don't judge, right? Love's eyes don't see fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're skipping around, you know, almost floating down the street. <laughs> What's happening here is that the other person is reflecting all the love that's inside of you and you're being filled up by it. You know, everything tastes good and smells good. Remember that? Remember? You're more present and available. You can he actually hear the birds chirping and feel the breeze on your face. Yeah, you have inspired ideas. You feel alive. Yeah, and you're more willing to step outside of your comfort zone right? You know, you love your life and, and really everyone in it, <laughs> even strangers. And then what happens? Your first argument, right? And then you start to look at your partner differently. You know, maybe you begin to even doubt what you were seeing before. You know, little things start to irritate you and pretty soon you're no longer looking through the lens of love. Instead, you're looking through the lens of fear. Yeah, those little things the person is doing start to trigger your fear and your defenses go up. And before you know it, negative patterns set in, right? Maybe even familiar patterns. Yeah, and you may wonder why or how something so good could take such a turn. What happened to all the beauty? Well, I promise you, the beauty is still there. It's just buried beneath the layers of stuff that you've been probably carrying around for a long time. <laughs> but when you first get together with someone all of those layers seem to part like the Red Sea. And you really get to experience one, what's underneath. It's such a beautiful thing. 
Yeah. So all that stuff that you start to experience with your partner really has nothing to do with your partner. (laughs) I mean, sure, your partner has their layers of stuff also. (laughs) In fact, their stuff is perfectly matched up to trigger your stuff. (laughs) It's by design. It's why you were attracted to that person in the first place. Yeah. You're attracted to the very person who's going to reflect back to you all the painful stuff you've been carrying around for who knows how long. Yeah, stuff like self-doubt and uncertainty, self-loathing shame and judgment and unworthiness. Mm, All that painful stuff that's not serving you, that you don't need. (laughs) Yeah. And you, and you know, you may be so used to carrying that stuff around that you didn't even know it was there until you got into this relationship and it started, um, you, you started looking at it head on right? Reflected through this other person. Mm. And it's really easy to blame the other person. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Because they're the one reflecting it back. They're doing this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But choosing to be in a relationship is choosing to look at yourself more deeply. Yeah, I've often described a relationship with a window-washing analogy that I came up with in the mid-90s when I was actually in relationship with uh, a guy who owned a window-washing business. (laughs) So I was helping him out, and it occurred to me, oh, (laughs) this is like relationship. Because when you're washing windows alone, the whole process goes a whole lot slower. Yeah. So you wash all the windows on the outside. You have all your equipment. And then when it's time to uh, move to the inside, you bring all your equipment inside and you start to wash the inside. And it's then that you notice what you missed on the outside. Like, oh. And so then you have to take all your equipment all the way outside and, um, and wash off the spots that you missed on the outside. Meanwhile, then you might notice some spots that you missed on the inside. <laughs> yeah. So, however... If you have a partner on the outside while you're on the inside, your partner can easily point out what you've missed, right? So you can just wipe the spot off right then, right? It's pretty efficient, right? Unless you get defensive about having your mistakes pointed out to you, right? They tap on the window. Hey, you missed a spot right there. (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't always feel good to have that stuff pointed out. And this is what is happening constantly in relationship, whether you realize it or not, and whether your partner 
realizes that they're doing it or not, but your partner sees you, really sees. They can't help it because that's just the nature of being in relationship. Yeah. So all of your issues will inevitably rise to the surface. And they're rising to the surface to get cleared out, to get healed, right? To get wiped clean. That's it. It's really a a compassionate thing. It feels to the ego, it feels like, ah, yuck. (laughs) But really, they're just up to be clean, to be forgiven, to to, for you to have compassion for yourself on a whole new level. Yeah. But the tendency when all that stuff rises to the surface is to avoid it, to hide from it, to get defensive, to run away, or to blame the other person. Anything but deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, and so this is how you can get stuck in negative patterns in relationship. Repetitive fights with your partner, patterns of control or distrust, etc., etc. <laughs> yeah, and as you probably know already, these patterns can go on and on and on and on. Until you decide to be the one to break the negative pattern. Yeah. And it really takes looking at this in a whole new way, seeing it differently, seeing as seeing it as as these things come up, they're coming up to be healed. So when you look at it from that perspective, you know, it's easier to address it, to go, "Oh, okay, I've got some work to do." <laughs> right? But you may be in the negative pattern and you may be thinking, why me? Why do I have to be the one when they're the one that dot, 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 dot? <laughs> well, because you're the one who's noticing. You're the one who's sick of it. Yeah. You're the one who knows that something needs to change. And you can't control anybody but yourself. Pema Children refers to the idea of kicking the wheel. And I love this analogy because it really nails it. You know, when you really look at it, it's your actions or non-actions that keep this pattern going, right? It's never just the other person. It's you too, because it takes two to tango, (laughs) Yeah. So do you really want to keep kicking the wheel and feeding this negative pattern? Or do you want to shift it? Because you have the power. Now, it may well be that the relationship has gotten so abusive that you need to take some serious space and think about whether or not it's worth it to move forward. So take the space, take the space and really check in with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and like with everything we've discussed in this podcast, you may have some feelings that you need to feel, feel your feelings. You're going to have to feel them first before you can 
you know, be effective in making efforts to break a pattern. Feel it. Feel it. Yeah. And when when you're in the process of feeling it, you're you're purging, you know, all the stuff that's in the way of um really taking a positive step forward. Yeah, so when it's really helpful when you're purging, you know, if you can stay focused on how you're feeling without making it be about what the other person did or didn't do. For instance, you know, acknowledge to yourself that you feel alone, right? Yeah, and comfort yourself through that. Yeah. Acknowledge that you don't feel supportive and hold yourself, you know, through that feeling without making it be about what the other person did or didn't do. Just acknowledge the raw feelings, right? Yeah. Acknowledge that you, you didn't feel loved or, or safe or whatever it is. Because you may have been feeling that long before you ever met this person. So just try to stay present with the raw emotions without the blame story. Because the blame story is just not hel- helpful. <laughs> it's just kicking the wheel. It's just kicking the wheel. So cry if you need to cry. You know, punch a beanbag, whatever you need to do. Um, comfort yourself in, in whatever, whatever way feels good to you. Acknowledge yourself. Validate your feelings until you're done. Yeah. And when you're done, then you're ready for the next step, which is to, to really get in touch with your, your why. Why you want to make this work or, or why it's important to break this pattern once and for all. Yeah. Why is it necessary to break the pattern now? And look at all the ways it's affecting your life with or without this person, you know, and maybe there's some children involved, you know, maybe you want to be an example of how love can be for your children, you know, um, you know, how does this reflect on your relationship with yourself, you know, and then ask yourself, why is it important that you make this change now? You know, and it may be as simple as, if not now, then when? Yeah, that's a, that's a great reason. Yeah, so once you've cleared out your emotions around the relationship, and you come up with your why, then you can begin to making some steps uh, toward breaking the negative pattern. So start with getting curious about how you can change your own behavior in the relationship. How can you bring more love in? Yeah, even just adding one thing, one small little shift. Because little shifts can go a long way. (laughs) One little shift can break a cycle. For instance, choosing to listen more deeply to your partner instead of thinking that you already know. (laughs) Because trust me, if you think you already know your partner, you don't know them. 
Yeah. Yeah, we're all brand new in every moment. And if you think you already know them, then you're actually keeping them stuck in who they were instead of allowing them the opportunity to grow. So giving them space to express and listening and in wonder and curiosity Instead of thinking you already know what they're saying, getting more curious and listening for something you haven't heard before. This is inviting growth and expansion in your partner, in yourself, and in the relationship. Yeah. And when you make the shift of any kind, um, don't be surprised if they don't jump on board right away and respond to your loving gesture, <laughs> you know, um, they, they may not be used to having you listen, so they may not trust it, right? So they may feel defensive um, and even attack at first. Um, that's perfectly normal. Be prepared for that. <laughs> and just hold a loving space. Just listen without taking it personally. Get curious. Like, what, what, what maybe, what are they afraid of, you know? What, what are they needing more of? You know, just listen with those kinds of ears, with wonder. Not, not asking them out loud, but asking yourself inside. You know, looking with love's eyes. Do they need to feel more acknowledged? Do they need to feel um, safe or secure? Maybe they need to feel some of the things that you needed to purge, right? Or, or to hold space for for yourself. Maybe they're needing that and they don't know how to give it to themselves. You know, listen from a higher place. Yeah, higher than you've ever listened before. From your place of center. Find that place of... In, inside yourself of deep compassion for this person, for this human being who is clearly suffering or they wouldn't be so angry. Because the truth is, this person on some very deep level is you. And when you hold this deep loving space for, for your partner, you're holding that deep loving space for you. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. So just hold the space without needing to defend yourself or anything at all beyond offering your understanding and validating their feelings. This is a huge gift. Now, you don't have to agree with what they're saying. That's not the point. But just to validate their feelings. That's it. That's all you have to do. You don't have to agree, but you can validate their feelings, their raw feelings. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just finding a way in the relationship to offer love where you've been holding back. And that's just one example. (laughs) You know, maybe it's in service. Maybe it's a gesture of serving them in some way that you haven't. 
You know, maybe you always make dinner, but this time you do it with all your love, with all your presence as a gift, right? An offering. Yeah, and just being really present for that and allowing space for for them to receive in a new way. You know, and you may have to do it a few times for them to notice for them to notice the difference. Or sometimes it's just right away because they've been craving it. Yeah. The important thing to remember here that this is not a tit-for-tat game you're entering into. No. This is, um, this is you wanting to break a pattern, to shift something so that the whole thing can shift. Yeah. Yeah. And it takes time for the wheel to stop rolling once you've stopped kicking it. <laughs> right? Yeah. I love and that's such good imagery too. Kicking the wheel. <laughs> you know, just think about did you ever play when you were a kid the game um we had uh, tires around our property that we would roll and, and just kick to see how long we could keep going. And if you get it into a groove, that wheel would keep going and going with one kick. <laughs> yeah. Because the thing is, once you get into a groove with a pattern, that wheel just kind of keeps going on its own. So be patient. Yeah. It may take a minute or two for your partner to recognize that something's different. That's okay. They're stuck in the pattern, just like you have been. Yeah, but keep up the practice of offering simple acts of kindness. Yeah. And, le- and letting down your defenses, not taking it personally. And it's worth the wait, I promise you. Because when you make a shift, everything else cannot help to shift to make room for the new way. Blessed be.